In 20 minutes, John Martin joins us from Memphis, co-host of Jason and John on 92.9 ESPN down there, also a columnist for the Daily Memphian. It's been a mess with Penny and the Tigers down there, but we'll talk lots of college hoops with John, also the co-host of BetQLU. That on the way in 20 minutes, the two-minute drill in the final hour, and our lightning bets as well. We got a lot lined up for you on what is a busy weekend. Getting you ready for it here on a Friday alongside Jim Rodriguez. I'm Chris Mack. J-Rod and I got you covered here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM Live Coast to Coast on the BetQL Network. Wherever you may be in the world, we are in your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Take us with you. And, of course, download us later as a podcast, too, wherever you get your podcasts. Or just hang out today. Um, you got nothing to do. It's a Friday. You're pretending to work. Let's be honest. You just move the mouse every once in a while, and the boss thinks you're doing stuff. Uh, so watch us on twitch.tv slash betql or on YouTube at Odyssey Sports. GTFO or oh yeah for the newbies here. I'll remind you, Mario will read a statement, maybe even a bet, and we will say, GTFO, Mario, that's ridiculous. Or we'll say, oh yeah, I like that. Maybe even get so excited as to give it a, Oh, yeah, like the Macho Man. I mean, somewhere in between would be Kool-Aid Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, But you can go anywhere along that spectrum, J-Rod, depending on how much it excites you. Mario, what have you got lined up for us today in GTFO or Oh, yeah? Why don't we start? Why don't we start in the old Metroplex down in DF-Dub? DF-Dub, all right. Uh, Let's go ahead and look at... Derrick Henry to the Cowboys is the most Jerry move to making. Bet on that, actually, uh, ladies and gentlemen, at plus 550. So I ask you, Chris Mack, Derrick Henry to the Cowboys is the most Jerry Jones move to make. GTFO, I think yeah. the, 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 the most Jerry move to make, like the over-the-top Jerry move would be like, trading a first-round pick, like multiple first-round picks for Justin Jefferson or something stupid that he doesn't need to do. Um, that would be the most Jera move. But as far as things that may actually come somewhere near the realm of a possibility, oh, yeah, this this would be a big Jerry move. Derrick Henry, um, the, the wheels are just about all out of tread. Look, Derrick Henry is still a, in his prime. Derrick Henry is stud. Um, he would dra- drag half the defense into the end zone on his back. I just don't know if this is the ad that the Cowboys need. The Cowboys need to worry about getting the future books in order, figuring out what they're going to pay Dak, all of that, if they're going to pay Dak. Um, I wouldn't worry. Would it be a nice compliment to what they have in the backfield? Yeah. Would I bet on it at 550 to actually happen? No, but oh yeah, it would be a Jerry Jones kind of move, J-Rod. GTFO. I mean, listen, we have lambasted Jarrah and rightfully so, this is a good move. This is what they should do. You know, they when they were, you know, they had Ezekiel Elliott, a big rumbling, you know, power back. This is what they need. Because you know why? It gives Dak less opportunities to screw up. It's another piece to the offense. And yeah, listen, Jerry, listen, reality, father time waits for no one. And Jarrah knows the clock is ticking. He's healthy. I hope he lives you know, 20, 30 more years, but he needs to win now. He is, he is hell bent on that. And I think, I think Derrick Henry gets them. First of all, marketing, it's a sexy move, sexy player, mm-hmm. and it gives less opportunities for Dak to screw it up. So the finances, you'll need to be worried about the finances in the in next year. 
I, I a GTFO, that's a good move to get Derrick Henry, and I'd bet on it. I'm with you, J-Rod. I think it's a move that Jerry Jones would want to make, and it's like a sexy move, like you said. Like, it's it's sexy. Like, come on. Everyone wants Derrick Henry, big name, big guys to roster, and Cowboys, they love their big names. Right, Mac? Mm-hmm. That's true. All right, next one for GTFO, or oh, yeah, on a great Friday. Chargers should not be the favorite to draw to draft Brock Bowers at number five, plus 230. Ask you, Chris Mack, GTF, GTFO, or oh, yeah, sorry, brain fart. Chargers should not be the favorite to draft Brock Bowers at five. What do you think, my East Oh, yeah, Coast I agree man? with you. Um, I, I think, look. Bowers to the Chargers, could they use him? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd be curious to see what else is there at five. Um, There's going to be receivers there, right? I would think Adunze or Neighbors at the very least is there. And this is a team that is not getting any younger at the wide receiver position. Um, I know Quentin Johnson was added last year out of TCU, but I'll be honest, kind of underwhelmed at times. Um, The core of... This receiving group, like I said, Mike Williams is always hurt. Keenan Allen is not getting any younger. Um, would it be nice to have Brock Bowers as a weapon there? Sure, but not at five. No. If I, if there's a Neighbors or an Adunze there, I'd probably jump on that if I'm looking to strengthen my, my skill position uh, repertoire on the offensive side of the ball if I'm the Chargers. So even at plus 230 as the favorite, I say GTFO, uh, Bowers, I think, goes later in the top 10, J-Rod. Well, I, 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 think, I think he should be the favorite because why – what is the NFL? It's a copycat league, right? Mm-hmm. Who's had success? Tight ends. That's all we've talked about. Tight ends, tight ends, tight ends. Who was Mark Andrews' coach uh, over in Baltimore when he, was, when he rose to, to fame? Greg Roman was his offensive coordinator. Who is yeah. the offensive coordinator of the Chargers? Greg Roman. I Good think call. he knows how to, how to fit tight ends. Tight ends are sexy right now. It's what everybody wants. Yes, obnoxiously high picking him at five, but it's a copycat yeah. league. And did you already see Jim Harbaugh take a shot at the, at the Chiefs? We want to play them week one. Let's cut off the head of the snake week one. So Harbaugh's already talking smack. Greg Roman knows how to mold tight ends, how to make tight ends. Wouldn't surprise me if Brock Bowers goes to five again, obnoxiously high, but yeah, uh, GTFO. Uh, you know uh, why not? He should be the favorite. Sure. You want you almost wonder if like a, a trade back would make more sense here, but then again, you're basically saying no. We don't need the receivers. We're happy. We think we can get more out of Quentin Johnson next year, um, in his second year, and we're not worried about Mike Williams getting hurt, even though he always does. And Keenan Allen's got mm-hmm. a, a little gas left in the tank. We don't need a receiver right now. To your point, everybody needs a tight end. Um, maybe you move back behind the two teams that we think are going to take linemen at six and seven, the Giants and Titans. Move back to like eight and get yourself Bowers there, and it makes a little more sense. I don't know, but sure. you make a great argument for the, the, the tight end in a Greg Roman offense. Yeah, that was kind of my thing, too, is, like, maybe you could, like, trade back and get Bowers. Like, what if the Giants suddenly decide, hey, we want a QB there because they're, like, realize Daniel Jones mm-hmm. is just absolutely nothing. Like, what if they want to make that move? So, like, you could always go back at the interior Bowers or all because all Roman's been saying, Harbaugh's been saying, let's run the football in L.A., let's run the football in L.A. 
So I think they'll focus on that, and sadly, no receiver. And Quinn Johnston, please be absolutely something and not nothing. GTFRO, yeah, let's talk about another receiver. This guy's the top receiver in the draft. Marvin Harrison Jr. getting picked by the Bears at plus 430 is worth a shot. GTFO or oh yeah, we hear Field saying he wants to stay in the Windy City. But Chris Mack, you look like you're in despair. What What's up, my man? GTFO or oh yeah? I, I, look, the Bears are taking Caleb Williams. They're trading Justin Fields. There's no other way to handle this. I had my doubts coming into the offseason, but the more you look at it, the more it makes sense. Uh, you can't. You can't think that that's the fix for everything in Chicago. That it's because they're out on fields, right? Look, was it fair to him that Getsy had no idea how to handle him and that his development was stunted? No, but I think the ceiling is still high for Justin Fields if he goes somewhere and gets a fresh start. Conversely, in Chicago, they need to do it with someone else. That they chart a new path. Caleb Williams is your guy. That's where you go. I think what would you say the number is? It's like four to four plus four thirty. Is is it worth a sprinkle? I'd have to wait to see what what the Justin Fields move is by the Bears. Like if if we get through the combine, let me put it this way, J Rod. If we get through the combine and Justin Fields is still a bear and that number is still around like three or four to one, then I start to think about it. But I think if you're the Bears and you're looking to add a receiver, you do it at nine. Um, yeah, I'm not doing it with the first overall pick. That's where I'm getting Caleb Williams. And that's, that was my question. Does, does Marvin Harrison getting picked by the bears with their second first round pick? Does that count at plus four thirty, or is it Marvin Harrison being him, the number right? one, being the number one overall pick? Cause the bears could make a trade, maybe trade up, trade down, something like that and get, put themselves in a position to get Marvin Harrison. Listen, if, if the bears have the number one pick and keep it, they're not going to draft Marvin Harrison. I think, I think, I think he's a great addition. It seems like Arizona is going to be, it's going to land right in their lap, but if they make a trade, drop down to four five and remember they still have nine if marvin is still on the board with all these crazy quarterbacks we're thinking five six quarterbacks are going to go in the first round and if he's still out there he could fall in their lap so if that bet isn't with the first overall pick just that the bears draft him i would sprinkle some money on that just in case yeah do you think you wait until the combine to place this then like you wait a little bit longer or would you yeah. just try to jump on yeah. value now I, I can't I can't do it now because everything is still pointing to fields. Every all the talk is fields is getting dealt before, if not during the combine. So if we get through Indy and Fields is still a bear, yeah, that's when I start to think about well, maybe this maybe Caleb isn't the move for them. I don't know. For reference, the Bears Ryan Poles waited a couple days after the combine to trade the first pick last year. Okay. Fair enough, Jake. Poles maybe learn something i don't know maybe I, there's what two teams bidding for justin fields right it feels like how much longer can he work them against each other i don't know yeah, all right one real quick like before you, go to, oh, sorry, yeah. you almost want to see what caleb can do and, and what the other guys can do but yeah i, I get you one real quick before you go mike evans to the texans gtfo or oh yeah Ooh. That's I say, oh yeah, right? they've got they've got the money, and they've and they're, and they're building something. Kansas City makes more sense, but Houston's got a chance to win, and they've got the money, which is what Mike Evans wants. Yeah, they've got the room under the cap, and they've got the quarterback who could use another weapon. Nothing against Tank Dell and Nico Collins, but 
They need a better veteran compliment than Robert Woods. They need a guy like Mike Evans who can come in, they can learn from, he makes them better, iron sharpens iron, any other Mike Tomlinism you want to use here. But that would be a hell of a three-headed monster in the receiving core. Collins, Dell, and Evans. That's what takes you from wild card team or AFC South division winner if you're the Texans to legitimate AFC championship contender. Coming up next, back into college hoops, a big weekend ahead. Catch up with John Martin from Memphis and the co-host of BetQLU. He's next right here on BetQL Daily.